Welcome back to another episode of the Fab Lab Podcast with Aaron Crowley. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, I am your host, and I am literally living out the topic we're going to talk about today in real time. It is actually unfolding as we speak, how to know what you want and get it. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, a few minutes ago, just a few minutes ago, I was mildly annoyed and actually quite frustrated because... There was all this noise going on in the background. A couple of my kids were out in the garage hitting the heavy bag, doing kickboxing practice, that thump, 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 and it's shaking the beam and thus shaking the house and thus shaking my office. I thought, well, that's probably going to come through the mic. My son and his buddies have been out riding dirt bikes out in my hay pasture, hauling a uh, (laughs) snow sled around the field. It was pretty freaking hilarious. But I was annoyed because they were inside making a massive ruckus, making a huge mess. I was telling them to be quiet. They weren't. I thought that was coming through on the podcast. Then my little girls were downstairs with my wife making Christmas cookies. Merry Christmas, by the way. Screaming and hollering, and, and, and I was annoyed, and then it hit me. What are you annoyed about? That noise is not noise. That is the literal representation. It is the realization of something that you had said that you wanted and now are experiencing. I set out a year and a half ago to work from home 75% of the time. And right now I'm at the 20% mark. One day a week I do not go into the shop. One day a week, I do not concern myself with customers and countertops and employees. I work from home exclusively one day a week. I'm at the 20% point. And so if you hear those things going on in the background, consider that evidence that what we're going to talk about today is absolutely realistic. It is within reach. It is within your grasp. You can literally know what it is that you want, fellow fabricator, and you can get it. You can build a business that makes that possible. Your fab shop can become the vehicle. It can become the means to an end. You can accomplish what it is that you want outside of work through your business, and you can accomplish what you want professionally within your business. You can do it. It's possible, and we're going to talk about four principles that make that possible. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, I could not be more excited to be talking about this very topic today with you. So let's get started. Whether you want to spend more time at home with your family, whether it is that you want to take home more money, take more profits out of the company, take a bigger salary, whatever, whether it is that you want to eliminate silica, whether it is that you want to grow as a leader or a manager, whether it is you want to go to Europe for a month or two months or three months and leave your fab shop behind, whether it is you want to fire your sales manager, buy your spouse their dream car, or sail a sailboat to Hawaii from Oregon, more on that later. Ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you that it is all possible. It is all possible. That is within your reach, and we're going to talk about how to get that with these four principles. Now, the four principles are this. Number one, identifying desire. What is it that you want? Number two is determining the stakes. Determining the stakes. Why is what you want so important? Number three is believing absolutely believing you will have this in your life. And number four, (laughs) very important, taking massive action. So let's get into this. Number one, identifying our desires. It's kind of self-evident. It's kind of obvious, shouldn't it be? What you, you, you can't you can't set out to get what you want until you've actually identified what it is that you want. The old phrase begin with the end in mind. Well, we got to start there. What is it that you want, fellow fabricator? What is it that you want, ladies and gentlemen, in your life? What is it that you want in your business? Until we have stopped and considered that, we, we the, the the chance of actually accomplishing it is zero. So we got to have some process to this. We've got to be able to create the time. We've got to stop long enough to think about what it is that we want. And that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. That's what, exactly what I did a year and a half ago. 
working from home 75% of the time was one of about 50 things that I wrote down through this process that is literally in the process of transforming my very life as we speak. So I'm going to encourage you, stop, get away from the screens, get away from the phones, get away from the people, get away from the calls, get away from the issues, get away and stop, literally stop with a pad of paper and a pen or pencil in your hand and ask yourself this question. What do I want? For some of you, you may have never stopped long enough to ask that question. For some of you, you have avoided that question, but I am telling you this is a profound experience. What do you want? No constraints, no limitations. Don't categorize it. Don't question it. Don't pre-qualify it as being possible or not, simply ask the question, and the first thing that comes to mind, write it down. Then ask yourself another question. What else do I want? Write it down. What else do I want? Write it down. What else do I want? Write it down. And keep writing until you can't come up with anything else. 50 is a good round number to stop at eventually, and it may take you two or three attempts to get to 50, but this is the process. Think about it. Ask yourself the question. Write it down. And then come back to it. Put it away for a couple of days. Pick it back up. What else do I want? What did I write down a couple of days ago? Review that. Wow. Did I really write that down? Was I? Did I really have the courage to actually take that out of my mind, out of my past, out of my subconscious, and actually translate that into words on paper? Because once you've done that, you have taken a profoundly important step of actually moving towards what it is that you want. And ladies and gentlemen, that is important. You only get one life. We only get one crack at this. What happened yesterday is in the past. It cannot be recovered. Let's make the most, the absolute most of the opportunities that we've been given here on this earth while time permits. What is it that you want? Write it down and review it and continue to do that until you've got a list of about 50 items. Once you've got a list of 50, you've got some really awesome stuff to work with, ladies and gentlemen. This is getting exciting. Once you've got that list, put it away, let it percolate there in the subconscious for a day or two or maybe a week, and then pick it back up and proceed to step two, determining the stakes. Why are these things so important? Literally taking the time. Now, it's going to be hard to do that for 50 things in a row, so you've got to prioritize. So really, the sub-step for the second step is to prioritize what is the most important and what is the most urgent. If restoring a relationship with your uh, 17-year-old daughter is high on the list and you maybe have a year before she goes off to college, that may be of high importance and high urgency. And it may need to go to the top of the list. But we got to prioritize. Ladies and gentlemen, we gotta, we got to put value to this list if we're going to actually accomplish it. We don't want to pursue something that we regret realizing that we lost something that was even more important. So we prioritize this list. What is the most important and what is the most urgent? And put it in that order. Then it becomes real clear. You know, this question about what we must do in the business, what we must do. You will be able to identify, you'll be able to screen through this list of things that you want. Some of them are going to be shoulds. Some of them are going to be musts. Once you begin to identify those things, then you can, in a sense, progress to the next step. Once you've got this list prioritized, then you got to start asking the question, do I really believe this is possible? 
Do I really believe this is worth going back into my business to rearrange my business to maybe change how I do business to see this actually accomplished, to see this actually realized? Do you believe it will happen? That's the third step. You absolutely have to believe. Now, it's Christmas. We celebrate Christ's birth. Jesus himself said, Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Tony Robbins said something similar. This is, quote, When you believe something is true, you literally go into a state of it being true. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, it's really easy for us to discount. It's really easy for us to discard things that we want because we don't believe it's possible. We don't believe, this is important, we don't believe that we're worthy of it. We don't believe that it's worthwhile and we don't believe that it's workable. And I am telling you, you have to believe those three things if it's actually going to be realized. You can identify what you want, but whether or not you get it or not is going to come down to this central fundamental principle. You have to believe you will have it. These three W's. Number one, you have to ask yourself, and this is really, you know, this kind of gets back to whether it's a should or whether it's a must. You have to believe that it is worthwhile. That's the first W. Number two, you have to, fellow fabricators, listen to me when I say this, you have to believe that you are worthy of having this in your life. And number three, you have to believe that it's workable. Now, what do I mean by workable? Well, <laughs> simply believing, we don't just believe things into existence. We don't, we don't simply believe something and it comes to pass. There's another verse in the Bible that talks about faith without works is dead. You know, belief without actually doing anything isn't going to do anything. So that really leads us to our fourth step in this process, this fourth component, this fourth principle. Ladies and gentlemen, as I talked about in episode 102, think, feel, do, and result, that process of, of, of results. How do you achieve results? The origin of results, it begins with a thought. It begins with a belief because what it is that we think and what it is that we believe determines how we feel. And how we feel ultimately dictates what it is we're willing to do. And in some cases, what we're not willing to do. So if you don't believe that you're worthy of one of these items on your list of high importance and high urgency, you may not be willing to proceed to taking the massive action that is necessary to actually see that realized. So we have to believe that it's worthwhile. We have to believe that we are worthy of having this in our life. And we have to believe that it's workable. Workable leading into our fourth principle, taking massive action. We have to be willing to act. Things don't just materialize into existence out of thin air without the application of, of our time, of our efforts, of our energy, of our minds, of the resources that we have at our disposal, money, employee, whatever it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to act. We have to take massive action. If these things are so high on the list, if we have identified them as being massively important and massively urgent, we have to be willing to take massive action to see them realized. What do I mean by that? Well, let's, let's break this down. Taking massive action. So number one, timing. This is the, really the first step is identifying when it is. Ladies and gentlemen, if the daughter you want to restore a relationship with is going off to college in less than a year, whoo, time is of the essence. 
when would you like to begin restoring that relationship? And I know this may not necessarily relate directly to fabricating, ladies and gentlemen, but this is life. This is a big deal. And there are other really big deals in our lives. So let's just be real. Timing. She leaves for college next September. Wow. Doesn't that put things in perspective? So we got to know when it is, when it is that this has to be accomplished, when it is that this has to be achieved, and we work back from there. Now, I mentioned sailing to Hawaii. (laughs) This is a little less important than restoring a relationship with a child, but it's of great importance to me. I want to sail a sailboat from Oregon to Hawaii. Okay, now that's great. When? By the time I'm 50. I've got five years to be ready to sail a sailboat. It's a dream of mine. It's a bucket list. I've got it on my dream board here in my office. I look at this virtually every day. I think about it probably 40 times a day. But i got to start with a goal, and it's got to be a clear-cut, defined timeline, a deadline when this has to be accomplished. I set out to sail to Hawaii by the time I'm 50, and I am about a year into that plan. I'm not going to go from a 14-foot dinghy that I've sailed on a few lakes to sailing across an ocean. There's going to be some incremental timelines along the way as well, benchmarks that have to be accomplished in between. Otherwise, you're going to get to the four-and-a-half-year point and go, oh, there's no way. I I can't be ready in a half a year. Same thing. You get to August next year, and you go, wow, I didn't take any steps along the way, and and the deadline is upon me. So this timing aspect is really important. we got to know the deadline, and then we've got to have the benchmarks along the way to keep us focused, to keep us moving, so that we can take the incremental actions that must be taken along the way. Like I said, I'm not going to go from farting around in a 14-foot dinghy, which I have, and I fart around on that on a lake. (laughs) It's kind of comical. The jump from that to sailing a real sailboat across an ocean that's going to be three months, I'm sorry, three weeks and 3,000 miles, um, there's some steps along the way that are going to have to be accomplished. Right now, I am enrolled in private lessons to get my ASA 101 and 103 certifications because I have to have those before I can reach the next step, which is actually chartering a sailboat up in the San Juans. That's going to be my first. It's a week-long sail with my family. You can't get the 104 bareboat certification until you've taken the 101 and 103. So steps along the way, mapping this out incrementally, hitting deadlines, striking these off the list and making progress towards this ultimate goal of what it is that I want. And this applies to everything. This applies to, you know, things in the business. It applies to anything else outside of the business. We got to have the deadline and then we got to have the incremental benchmarks along the way identified. Then we got to have a plan, you know, along with this timeline, what are the steps? What is the order? What are the priorities that must be undertaken to get to what it is that we want, to see what it is that we want realized in our lives and in our businesses. Now, I mentioned earlier, not for any particular reason. I have no intentions of firing any sales managers. I just, for whatever reason that came to mind, I threw that out there in the list. But let's just let's just take that for a moment. This is something in your business. You want to fire your sales manager for one reason or another. Ladies and gentlemen, you better have a plan in place with timelines, steps, Actions that must be taken to fill that void to make sure that the results continue to be produced, you know, so that that actually can be, you know, can be executed. Probably the wrong term, executing. But would you get the point? Ladies and gentlemen, for us to accomplish important things in our business and important things in our life, there's got to be a plan. We have to order it. It has to be thoughtful. It has to be prioritized so that we can follow that plan and actually see what it is that we want realized. Then we're going to have to persist. 
because there are headwinds. There are always obstacles. There are always challenges. There are always unexpected, you know, curveballs that are thrown at us that are going to be wrenches in the works, wrenches in the gears that we're going to have to overcome. We're going to have to sidestep. We're going to have to readjust. We're going to have to replan. We're going to have to reorganize, reprioritize, and get back to work moving towards this goal that we've established of identifying what we want and actually accomplishing it. And so taking massive action is really where you see the results begin to unfold. There's going to be incremental actions followed by following the plan that we establish, the timeline benchmarks ultimately working towards the outcome that we want when it is that we want it. And it just dawned on me, real time, I have not actually put a timeline, a deadline as to when I want to work from home 75% of the time. I could stay at this one day a week forever if I don't change that. So food for thought, I'm making a mental note. I will return to that and actually correct that little deficiency in my own plan of accomplishing that goal. And, but let me, let me make this point as well. It's not an all or nothing. It's not a black or white. It's not either or. It's not I don't have it until I have it. Many, many, many items on your list are going to be able to be accomplished incrementally. You may want to double your take-home pay. Well, you may not be able to double it overnight, but what if you were able to get a 20% increase next month or next quarter or next year, and then a 50% increase, and then a 25% increase? Many of these goals we're going to be able to actually break down and make progress towards, and we get the satisfaction of moving towards what it is that we want, getting tastes of what it is that we want along the way. It doesn't have to be either or. It's going to be incremental. So ladies and gentlemen, Getting back to this fundamental question, kind of from episode 105, what role does the business play in my life? Identifying what it is that I must do in the business as a reflection of what it is that I want. What it is that we want drives all of that. And I'm here to tell you that it is possible. Anything is possible. And owning a business, owning a stone shop is a phenomenally unique opportunity to actually make decisions that ultimately end in outcomes that benefit us. We can actually shape, craft, change, adjust, evolve, modify, grow, shrink, innovate. It's a blank slate. There's nothing we can't do in the interest of accomplishing what we want through a business. We have uniquely powerful resources at our disposal with our reputations, with our customers, with the employees that work for us. There's amazing opportunity to organize and arrange that in such a way that it ultimately leads towards us accomplishing what it is that we want outside the business and inside the business. So to wrap this up, I want to make an invitation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been probably a year, maybe a year and a half since I've done this, and uh, it crossed my mind as I was preparing for this episode. And so I'm going to invite the first five of you to reach out to me through my email, Aaron at AaronCrowley.com. It's in the show notes. If you would like to experience what coaching is like and how coaching can play a role in you achieving what it is that you want in and outside of your business, I'm offering five complimentary coaching experiences to the first five people that reach out to me via email. I look forward to hearing from you. It, the last time I did this, it was absolutely phenomenal. It was fantastic. And I just, uh, Merry Christmas. Fans, followers of the Fab Lab podcast, I want to extend this invitation to you to reach out to me for one of five complimentary coaching experiences. And, and beyond that, I want to also point out that in the show notes, I've created, um, I, I didn't originally intend to create this for anybody else. I created it for myself as I was following this process. I call it the What I Want Matrix. It's a spreadsheet. There's a link in the show notes as well for you to access this worksheet. And it's just a way to organize. It's a way to put 
this list of 50 things that you want into a format that allows you to incrementally prioritize them, identify why it's important, determine your timelines, identify the costs associated with it, and the plan that you want to follow. What are the steps that you got to take? What are the massive actions that you've got to make to see that actually realized? And so that's also available in the show notes. You can click on that link and download that uh, Google, uh, Google Doc, the What I Want Matrix. So ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, as we wrap this up, what you want in your life and what you want in your business, it is a big deal. It is an important question. It is relevant. It is valid, and it's something I hope you will stop long enough to consider. Ladies and gentlemen, will you follow these steps for your own good, for the good of your family, for the good of your shop, for the good of your professional career, for the good of your future, for the good of your life? Will you stop and consider what it is that you want in your life? And then will you follow these steps so that you can achieve them in your life? You know, whether it's in your life, whether it's what you want in your stone shop, whether it's want from your employees, whether it's what you want out of your stone shop, maybe it's that you want out of your stone shop. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter. What matters is, is what you want. And what matters is, is you making progress towards that outcome. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I look forward to hearing from you. I hope and I wish you a very Merry Christmas. What a phenomenal opportunity you have given me to speak to you. I hope you will tune in next week for the next episode of the Fab Lab Podcast. And until then, happy fabricating.